Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hey everybody, welcome to the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley here with my co-host, Alisa Woods. Hey, Alisa. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I missed you. I missed you too. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I feel like there's a song we should sing right now, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> To welcome me back? Yeah. I was sick. Na, 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 na. Oh, my. Na, 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 na. Is that vitamin C? Yeah. Na, that's, na, what a terrible na, song. Na. I was just talking to a friend about this. It's a terrible song, but it like that's our childhood. I know. Or not childhood, but like they, teenage years. I think years. that that was my high school. Like, it was everybody's high school song. Our song. Yeah. Really bad. Why? But why did that pop why? into your head? I don't know. Okay. Is there a together? As we go on. We remember all the things we did <laughs> together. Did I don't know this if that's gonna the turn into us. A... I know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm here. We're here. That much I do yeah. know. We are in the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Studio. And of course, our entire network is brought to you by Cody Road. The beautiful bottles right over there. Mm-hmm. Are there any um do you have anything in your cup that's fun tonight, Elisa, this from Cody Rhodes? No, it is liquid IV. But hey, I have liquid IV. Oh in my yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the eggnog last night. I'm trying to finish it up because I feel like the season is yeah, over. It is, yep. But you don't want it to go to waste. Yeah. It's the best I mean, one. I, I feel like it'll keep. Yeah. But it's just the season. Yeah. Right. It's like drinking I've, a uh peppermint mocha in yeah. March. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to buy a new one come like mm-hmm. October. Right. I feel you. Um, the podcast is sponsored by our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. And I have been thinking about them sloshing around oh. campus today. My shoes got a little dirty. Their first day back last week blizzard. was virtual. Because of a blizzard. Yeah. Crazy. Just gross weather. Yeah. I, it's too cold. And then it's warm and sloshy and I just can't deal with it. I I hate this season. I I hate the winter. I don't know why I live here. Why do we live somewhere where the wind hurts our face? I thought that. You know what? I was trying to bring Rosa home from, I go and pick her up and I always like walk to pick her up. I don't know why. From school are we talking? Yeah. Okay. Sitting in the pickup line is, the anxiety is too much for me. Oh, the pickup line is. Yeah. So I park. We should do an entire episode on the school pickup line. Oh my gosh. And we're downtown. Imagine like by Fresco. Yeah. Walnut and like ninth, I Mm -hmm. think. That's where her school is. Yeah. It's bananas. So I park a couple blocks away and I walk to go get her, even when it's like frigid cold. And so that very cold day and the wind was whipping mm. and it like came around this little corner and was hitting me in the face. And I like, I had her kind of behind me and I was like, get behind me, get behind me. And when we got to the car, she was like, it would have been much colder if I wasn't behind you. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, why did you do that? Why did you have the wind on you and not on me? That's what moms do, right, kid. Right. I was like, do you not realize all of the things that I like sacrifice for you every single day, all the time. This is like a tiny piece, kid. But it like her t- her mood totally changed. It's actually really sweet. I know. And I was like, okay, for like forty five minutes, maybe you'll be nice to me. And after that, forty five minutes was up. <laughs> double middle finger. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Will you start blocking the wind for me? Yes, That's true friendship. I could. Right there. I could. I get like chapped on my I cheeks know. from running outside. So I just haven't been oh. on the treadmill. It's just, I didn't mean to start this out complaining, no. but here we are. I love it. 
How many how many treadmill days have you had? Oh, too many. This this January. Too, all of them basically. Cuz I know how many days I've worked out this January. And it's all of them? Close. 18. That's I knew it was close. I didn't do it the first day. Well, that doesn't count. It's I the missed, first day of the year. Literally, I think I missed yesterday, but I have already worked out today. I've been on it. You closed your seven or you did your seven yeah. day streak. And I'm going to tell you why I am so fixed on working out because I'd like to play softball like another five or eight years. Yes. So, before you retire. Yeah. So I've been, I'm training for softball. Hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> oh, I train right? for races. You train for softball. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Mm -hmm. I saw a commercial with Andy Cohen for Walmart that says this is the time when you break your uh, New Year's resolutions. Yes, yes. So don't do it. Andy no. Cohen says don't. I think it takes 21 days to create, to a, habit. create a habit. Mm -hmm. And You're I'm close. I'm real close. Real close. I'll ask you in a couple of weeks on the next okay. episode. Sounds good. All right. Let's get into Iowa State stuff. It was a weird week for so Iowa weird. State basketball. <sighs> The men had this horrible showing against BYU. Just yeah. kind of felt like they didn't quite show up and the game got out of hand really quickly and then turn around, go down to TCU without Taman <clears throat> right. and win the damn game. So the game against BYU, I saw when Taman got hurt, he just sticks his hand oh. in because he was just being lazy. lazy. Defense. Yes. Yeah. And he sticks his arm in where it shouldn't be. And then his shoulders hurt. Yes. And I was like, this is just, this is one of those situations where we, we read a book about Thomas, the tank engine, and it just kept spiraling. <laughs> he did one bad thing and then he was trying to fix that bad thing and did another bad thing. And he just, Thomas just is really applicable to all yep. aspects of life. Thomas. I really did though. I have the reaction. I wanted to look at my kids and be like, that's why you don't play lazy defense. <laughs> yes. They don't even play basketball. I mean, but in my head, I wanted to just scream at it. Yeah. It was just a stupid, like knee jerk reaction. Yeah. And yeah. And here Hopefully we are. Hopefully he's rested for and okay. Yeah. It sounds like it's just going to be one of those lingering and it was hurt last year. So yeah. it's just, ugh, I know, I know, but son of a gun, they rallied without him. Yeah, um, a really fun game against TCU. Well, and you and I watched part of it together, which we'll get into a second. Yeah. But then the women take down number four Baylor, kind of shock everybody. Yeah. Then they have a rough showing against Texas Tech, yep. kind of like the men at BYU. And then they get a forfeit. Crazy. We have to talk about this. Okay. We you okay? Just for everyone listening, Elisa and I have not talked about this forfeit situation. No. Give so, me your thoughts. My thoughts. I will tell you that my thoughts are informed by a friend of mine who is close to the team. Who could that be? <laughs> However, her thoughts are not necessarily informed by sure. right. truth. Yes. She's probably got a good feeling yes. about it. Yes. yes. So two of TCU's players, best players, their two best players are injured. Yes. Legitimately. Yeah. And then it comes out that another one is having ankle surgery, mm -hmm. which means most likely that that player was playing on an injured ankle because nothing happened. Right. She didn't go down. Right. It was just as far as we know, by the way, she's going to have surgery. And so it sounds like they had the two out and they said, let's shut this season down and have you ready for next season. Get the surgery over with. That's what it's, it seems like. It also, from what I've read, not associated uh, with your friend of the friend of the program. Yes. Sounds very, I've read similar yeah. things. And so also, so they're, they're holding tryouts for walk-ons. Open tryouts. Open yep. tryouts for walk-ons. But the rules with the, with the NCAA, <laughs> I keep wanting to say NAACP. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk yeah. about that. No, my, a lot of people are going to fall off. My family is very involved in the NAACP. <laughs> so every time NCAA. Um, <laughs> so the, the rules for, for having to play are kind of convoluted and relaxed basically. So it feels like they maybe took advantage of that. They have to have, I think six scholarship players. Yes. So they're not adding scholarship players right. to this team. They are working the rules. And so holding open tryouts feels a little bit like lip service. Yes. Like what are you what are you going to do with these non-scholarship players? Are you going to play? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like in terms of what's going to happen, they're going to field a team. Right. Who knows what that team's going to look like? 
so bizarre. It is bizarre. And, and I can't think of another time this has happened. Outside of COVID, no. Yeah. I mean, it COVID was obviously the outlier, right. but outside of that, no. I mean, I've how I've been watching basketball my entire life. At any level. Yes, right. It's just very strange. And uh I mean it goes as a win in the column, so that's great. But it also upsets the rhythm of everything. Yeah. And that's the really unfortunate part for Iowa State is you go you're you know, it's a loss to Texas Tech. Now you have this win. You don't get a play. Yeah. And I think we're uh away from Hilton for quite a while now. Yeah. And that was a home game. And outside of the basketball piece of it, you have a loss of revenue for the university, mm-hmm. the businesses and aims. Um, so it's just kind of one of those weird trickle down things that's just really unfortunate. And so for us my daughter Rosa, seven years old, was supposed to do the cheerleading camp. Oh my gosh, I ran into so many people who had this problem yeah. too. So the cheerleading camp was supposed to be that weekend. Um, has been scheduled for a long time, and it's that that event is one of their major fundraisers as well for the cheerleaders. So I we totally can email, forgot about yeah. That. So we get an email from Kendra afterwards saying she's you know in charge of the cheerleading spirit squad, and so she sends out her email and she says. You know, unfortunately, we won't be able to have have the um, cheer camp. You know, this is the situation. If you want your money back, let us know. You can have your money back yeah. if you want to donate it to the team. So we donated ours to the team. It wasn't a huge amount. Yeah. I hope that a lot of other people I'm- did as well. But it's it's losing not only that $50, whatever. Um, it, I would assume that the tickets that they sell for that, that they get a cut of, because just of the way that I know, like group sales, um, I would assume that they use that as well as a fundraiser. You mm-hmm. know, the tickets probably were initially like twelve dollars, and they sold them for fifteen, so they got three dollars of every of that. That's ex- that's what group sales does everywhere. So that's not like shady or weird or anything like that. So losing that ticket revenue as well, they were gonna sell T-shirts. Yep, losing that revenue as well, and I. I talked to Kendra a little bit and she said that people were really upset about it. I hope she doesn't mind that I'm saying this, but like there were some really upset parents, but it's like all of the halftime it's, it's planned. Yeah. Yeah. They're all planned. And so they can't just tell another halftime that they've probably already paid Paid for. That's right. Never mind, we don't need you because we're gonna have this cheerleading thing. Yeah. So just stinks. It stinks. It was a really it tough one to miss Rose's bummed um slightly less bummed because she got to see the women's basketball team yeah let's talk about that okay (laughs) so after the game gets canceled due to the forfeit Brent Bloom and Crystal Bloom decide let's put the women's basketball team to good use make an opportunity out of this and they scheduled a game watch at Sweet Caroline's and Ames with the women's basketball so we're watching the men's game with the women's basketball team there and I wanted to talk to you about this because you and I were both there. We both have little kids and there were tons of little kids around. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of there like just on cloud nine, realizing not that I'd forgotten, but extra appreciative of how lucky we are to have the culture of our women's basketball program with young women who appreciate fans, young and old and just you can tell their heart is in Ames and with the Ames and Iowa State communities and just love these little kids who adore them. Yeah. I So we we talked about the team last year and the year before, you know, that, oh, they love the kids. They love the kids. So when we walked in, um, we were making a beeline for the bathroom. I have a three-year-old. We were making a beeline for the bathroom, and we walk in, and we walk past the team, mm-hmm. um, and Emily Ryan is there, and she kind of looks lovingly at Rosa, and then she just, like, I can see the love just ooze out of her <laughs> eyeballs for Malcolm, and she just gives him a little touch on the head. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And in, out of context, a random woman touching the head of this child but like she knew why we were there yes she knew we're there to appreciate them yes she knew we probably knew who she was that's right and so she knew that that was okay he also had a really cute little like spider-man hat on he did have a cute spider-man hat on and so uh just that like moment where like we know ashley jones loved the kids yeah and there was a moment during one of her games where she walked past Rosa and, and people actually, actually, and she was like, Oh, 
hold on. Yes. Must, must talk to child. Right. You know, it was like uh, adults don't matter. Must talk to child. Maggie Espen Miller McGraw was like that too. Yeah. Like I remember her just walking over to Nora and picking her up. And yeah. I was like, you just, well, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, like you're right. But this, you know, we hadn't, obviously the, these freshmen, we don't know them all that well. Mm-hmm. And at one point in the game, they're playing um, Juicy Wiggle. I look over and Audie is like leading a just group of little kids in the dance. I love it. And then Nye's playing board games with the Bloom Boys yeah. and like just loving on them. And I just, we, and the team was getting ready to leave at one point closer to the end of the game. And my girls were like, we haven't seen Emily yet. We have to go see Emily. And they just know her on a first name basis. Like yeah. what? Yeah. How lucky are we? There was one point where we were kind of sitting at a table with like some of our other friends and their kids and stuff. And there was one point where Rosa was like, well, I need to get nice autograph. Like she had already talked to her. She's like, I need to get her autograph. And I was like, go, go stand next to her and wait for your turn, you know? And so she walks and Malcolm's like, well, I'm going to, and then I think your girls were yeah. like, yeah, well, we're, we're going to go too." <laughs> like everybody's kids just were like, okay, let's all go over there. I just, it was one of those days where I was like this, we're so, I, we're just so incredibly lucky as Iowa state fans. So, yeah. you know, and, um, who knows what's going to happen. The women have had a crazy good start to conference play. Um, but even Emily, I was talking to Emily. First of all, she said she feels great, which made me really happy. Yeah. Um, she said I'm she's incredibly impressed with a freshman like we are. But she said, you know, who like we might hit a wall at some point yeah. and have to figure it all out over, you know, figure it all over again. And she's right. And but it was just this, okay, like we have this team. Let's enjoy it. Let's appreciate who they are and cheer them on with all our might. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was a really special day. So they're back in action on Wednesday. The men are back in action on Wednesday. Women are at Kansas. The men are at home against Kansas State. And the tip-off times are not. It's 6.30 and 8. So they're going to overlap Which is, a little bit. It's nice, however, that they're not at the exact oh same time. Oh, my God. That's all I ask. Same here. That's I appreciate I that sometimes you can't quite do right. it. but Especially this, on a weeknight. The same time is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so in addition to our basketball teams, we have some Cyclones in the NFL <laughs> we are going to get a cyclone in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's either going to be David or or Brock. And I yeah. just what David or, or Charlie? Uh, Charlie, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> and these are guys that and Charlie, you know, not as much Charlie, but Brock and David. These are premier players. Yeah, getting their names called constantly. Yeah, and it's going to happen. And Charlie's and had some big catches recently. And he's um, he was getting some props for some block, the yes. pass blocking he did. So, yeah. pe- you when, know, that's like nerdy stuff that not everyone notices. But the pass blocking is one of those things that kind of made <laughs> Alan Lazar right. beloved. You're right. By by Aaron Rodgers. So I think that like that's Maybe something. Maybe not fan appreciated yeah. right away. Yeah. But definitely like player appreciated. Yes, absolutely. So I just, uh, you know, uh, it's one of those times in Cyclone in the moments of being a Cyclone fan where you just take a breath and you're like, okay, <laughs> let's enjoy what we've got rolling right yes. now. So that's where I am. <laughs> and we'll that was actually the, um, the Iowa State players in the, uh, uh, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was my winners. Of oh the week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that has to be the winners of the week. Yeah. And I, they always represent, and it's kind of like with Tyrese, those guys represent Iowa state very well, are not shy about their Iowa state ties are proud of it. And I just, yeah, I love them all. I know. Yeah. Tyrese is back. Yep. He's going to be fine. <laughs> that scared the crap out of me, by the way, his injury. Yeah. Because of, because of the way that like Monte struggled well, so much with his, and he, he goes off the f- floor with a towel over his head. Guys are carrying him. Yeah. I thought, but have you ever pulled a hamstring? Like it feels yeah. like you're going to die. Yeah. So I don't blame him I, for that. I did have a sore hammy the other day <laughs> and it felt like I had like a flat tire, you know? <laughs> um, do you want to, do you have more cyclone stuff? Oh, let me look. I don't think so. Okay. I have a, I have, I have a bunch of shout outs. People thing. Yeah. Okay. Shout outs. Okay. That's what they are. So let's give That's our what we call them. friend Hope Wood a shout out really quick. And then we'll get into our sports shout outs um hopewoodjd.com you can get your will done in just a few hours with her will and a day program use the code fanatic for 50 dollars off her will and the day program thanks hope we love you okay shout outs alisa okay i forgot how to use my your phone? phone for a second there it is are you back nope okay yep okay coach vanderveer do you have this on your shout outs? i have so much to say about this okay yes i do too so okay. we can just go back and okay forth. it'll be fun 
Over the weekend, she became the winningest coach in college basketball history over Coach K. She has 1,203 wins. Her win-loss record, I had to check it like three times to make sure it was right. Okay, I'm going to read this. Okay. She's 1,203 and 267 overall. She's only lost 267 games in her career as a coach. Yeah. And uh, 216 of those were over her 38 seasons at Stanford. Okay, do you want me to keep going or do you want to go? Okay, so she's been coaching since 1985. Since she was 24. Yeah. I was born in 1985. Yeah, she's been been at the helm ever since. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) That's how old I am. She's a 17-time Pac-12 Coach of the Year, five-time National Coach of the Year. She has three national titles, and she has a gold medal from the 1986 Olympics. Should be more. It should be more. That was the only thing I was like, why don't you have more? Yeah. Should be (laughs) more. Could you work on that, Tara? (laughs) Did you see the jacket they gave her? No. So Nike gave her, like, one of those uh, Letterman jacket type things. Yeah. And it had tallies on it for For every single one of her wins. Look at that. Wow. That is awesome. That was so cool. That's I mean, cool. it's like there's no occasion that you can wear that, but it's cool to just. If I were, it, if know. I'm her, I'm wearing it all over the place. Right. <laughs> so she said, my favorite part of this entire story is she had to text her 96 year old mom to cancel their standing bridge game because <laughs> the post game festivities went too long. Oh, she no. could wear her jacket to the bridge game, Aiden. I just thought that was True. the cutest thing. Like, that sorry, mom, I'm going to be a little yeah. late today. Got some stuff going on. <laughs> So I, I saw a quote from her that said, my timing was horrible for oh. playing, but it was very good for coaching to experience. This is more than I could have ever dreamed of. And so I thought I was thinking about, so my grandma played three on three, six on six. Yeah, sure. Yes. You understand. I knew what you meant. Yeah. So my grandma played. And so I was like, my grandma's older than her, you know? And so I was asking my grandma, I was like, you know, when did you play? She said she graduated in 1955. And so um, it would have been 15 years later that that Tara graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. So she would have been three when my grandma was playing, when okay. my grandma graduated. Yeah. So a little bit younger. My grandma's playing three on three. <clears throat> six me. on six. Six on six. <laughs> Keep saying three on three. It kind of um, it's three on three plus yeah, three on three. Yeah. Equals six on six. Yeah. But it was and it was something that um I know so much about like my grandma playing. Yeah. And it's it's something that I think Iowa specifically yes. is very proud of. You're right. Is their history of like women's basketball and everything. And then I was thinking about so my mother in law um mentioned the other day that cheerleading was the only thing available to her and she was in missouri and she was also a black woman Mm. so the the opportunities for athletics were none only cheerleading that was the only thing available to her uh and i was just thinking about like the difference between like my grandma 1955 like to now and and how things have changed and evolved within like women's sports black women their opportunities and it's just it like gives me goosebumps well think about about how much has just changed in um coach vanderveer's coaching career alone yeah i mean and then you pull it exactly like you said you pull it out even a little further and it's we're talking entirely different world yeah and i mean so 1955 to Oh gosh, 1955. What do you what kind of 70, math are you doing here? Okay. 70 right. when she graduated then? Who? Coach <laughs> Vanderveer? Coach Vanderveer? Does yeah. that make sense? Uh she started coaching when she was 24 and that was in 1985 you said? Yeah. So, so okay. Yeah. Late 70s. So that little chunk of time, 50s, 60s, 70s. That little chunk of time where it feels like it was sort of a little bit stagnant. Yeah. There like no, were, yes. yeah, there were some states that were doing the six on six thing. I think that she, Indiana is where she it's was probably, from. I think what, maybe some golf and yeah. tennis. Yeah. Um, and then if we group in like black women in the semi-south Missouri, Southern Missouri, um, just how much the sport has evolved since 
that little chunk of time where it was like just being introduced. Mm-hmm. We talk about how the WNBA is an a infant, baby. possibly a toddler at this point, you know, but like women's terrible twos. Yeah. Women's sports as a whole You're right. are so very young, so incredibly young. And it just, I cannot even wrap my brain around. And I'm like, Emily said, there'll be, there'll be pockets of time where where we hit a wall, we hit a wall where the men in charge don't let us go any further where, you know, they, they write contracts that maybe we don't agree with. Yeah. I mean, this is a perfect (laughs) example. So we have talked about the NCAA's, um, uh, branding rights for the women's tournament, women's basketball tournament, yes. how they're lumped in and um, included with a lot of non-revenue sports like um, softball, or, you know, wrestling, which again, sports yeah. that are exploding, but still non-revenue right. at the time and how the women's tournament alone is worth so much more and they could pull it apart, give it its own um, contract and, you know, it make it more equitable. Right. So this was the year that was supposed to happen. And we did get a better contract, but they did not separate it. Okay. So I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, it's gr- it's good. It's progress, right? Yeah. But I was pissed because I just thought I'm kind of sick of progress. Like I just want it to be done the right way. And I want to ask you, I've just been dying to ask you about this. This is another thing that we have not talked about. Yeah. Um. So as... As men's basketball had propped up the rest. Yes. Does now women's basketball prop up the rest? Yes. I mean, in part, because yes. they both will now. Yeah. And there, it is better in terms of there's a revenue sharing where depending on how things go, they're going to get kickbacks. And so it's not as if it's, it's not like they're getting anything, but it just didn't feel like we went far enough. And Coach Vanderveer, what you just said about how so much has changed, that's a really good tie-in to all of this because it's a good reminder that it we can be grateful for the progress we've seen, but also continually feel like, but there's more that yeah. was left on the table. So, okay, maybe I'm, I think that I was thinking about this the wrong way. It It would have been what we were hoping for sure was to break men's off, not necessarily to break women's off or to break women's off. And yeah, no, I mean, it could have been both. Okay. Or you break the women's off and you you give it its own rights. And at some point, both the men's and women's are going to contribute to the, not, you can't avoid that. Yeah. That's just the way that NCAA is. Yeah. And it should be, cause I don't want those other sports to go away. Yeah. It's just, we were significantly undervaluing the women's tournament when you bundled it in with everything else. Right. And we did that again, not as bad and it's better, but it's not where it should be. Yeah. And that's a great, it's just a great tie in because I'm, she, coach Vanderveer has seen the game go from a couple hundred people in a gym to thousands of people in a gym to now millions of dollars in revenue and these NIL deals that are skyrocketing for women's sports and that's, but it's not yeah. good enough still. And we've also seen, I mean, in the lifespan of this podcast, we've sure. seen, we've seen the women's tournament, not be able to use March madness <laughs> in their, yes. in their advertising. Which is insane. Which is so ah. insane. So insane. Mm. Anyway. But she did say, um, and it was similar to the quote that you mentioned how, you know, she wasn't so lucky, um, but to play in an, in an era where it is equitable, but she's getting the little girl insider is getting to watch it play out through the current women playing. And, yeah. you know, like I have moments where I get, I feel like I'm shaking my um, fist at the sky and, but then I have also, you know, moments like Saturday where I feel like that too, like, okay, if it wasn't me, I hope it's my kids. Yeah. And I think, you know, even with the NCAA tournament, that's kind of the attitude we need to have where no, this isn't good enough, but like, let's keep, Let's be thankful and keep fighting. Yeah. And I think that sometimes some people get this in their mind that, well, if I didn't have it, no one else should have it. Oh, I hate that attitude. Right. It makes me want to lose my mind. Let's get rid of that. Especially amongst women. That is red flag. Yeah. It is so toxic. That's very. Let's leave that in 2023. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, Speaking of progress, 
the PWHL, the Professional Women's Hockey League. Have you paid attention to this at all? A little bit. Listen, I don't know the first thing about hockey. Yeah. Like, not the first thing. <laughs> I know they wear skates. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. I couldn't tell you anything else. Okay. But I, it's been hard to avoid this. So they launched in January of this year. So mm-hmm. it's brand new in 2024. To great TV numbers. Uh, the numbers combined in Canada, where obviously hockey is big sport, in the United States, 2.9 million viewers tuned into the first match. Is it a hockey match or a hockey game, Aiden? Is it a match? I think it's a game. Hockey game? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the first the first hockey thing in the PWHL had crazy numbers. Okay, and here's the cool part. So this is kind of similar to the National Women's Soccer League where they've had these leagues established and they folded and they've tried to recreate them and they folded mm-hmm. them again. This one is the obviously the newest iteration, but two weeks into the season, they're getting more than 5,000 fans per game, which I know doesn't seem like a lot, but for a sport that I feel like is not mainstream anyway, at least here in the U.S., I mean, those are consistent numbers of, a, of, of something that's brand new, and they had records in those first couple of games of 13,000. Those are NWSL numbers yeah. right out of the gate, so yeah. who knows what will happen um, it'll be interesting to see if it can survive, but for right now, it's something new and it's working. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I, you mentioned the NWNW. That's a hard one. My, I don't know today. The NAACP. Yeah, NAACP. Uh, so they tweeted this the other day and then I had to run and see what this was about. So Manchester City oh, yeah. Women yeah. submitted a planning application to Man City council yes for the development of a purpose built training facility yes at their training center yep city football academy yes. so it was and oh yeah holly Rowe posted about this too friend that's, of the pod. yes friend, friend of the pod that's why i was like okay everyone's talking about this so i need to uh see what's going on and she said this is so important we have spent billions helping facilitate venues for men tax dollars too tax mm-hmm. dollars too Love that we can now start doing it for women. Yeah, so this is similar to what the Kansas City Current have, where it's that, you know, just for the women. It's not a a multi-use. It's just for the current training facility. This is a man, the women's team version of it over there. So it'll be just theirs. Yes. And I think we're going to see more and more of this happening. Don't you? Oh, for sure. I just feel like it's the first domino fell and now it's going to be a trend. Because they're just all pink is what they are inside. (laughs) It's just pink. That's right. It's just, it's guys. It's exactly like the men's facilities, except for probably fewer urinals. Probably a few. Yeah. But here's the thing. (laughs) And this is, I've been thinking about this a lot too. We've seen a ton of ACL tears in women's professional soccer, like tons. It's an epidemic right now. So these insane, these purpose ACL hurts. Just just thinking thinking about about it. it. These purpose-built facility, or these, yeah, that's right. These purpose-built yeah. facility, facilities for women. Do you think maybe that we shouldn't be treating the female players just like we're treating the men's players? Like, I don't know our bodies. You like, know what? What? I think you're onto something. So here. maybe, just maybe, this will be better for their bodies as well. Just I agree. Um, I equal is not always equitable that's right equal we are not looking for equal we're looking for equitable right it always makes me think of that illustration of the kid looking over the fence i literally just thought of that yeah Yeah. and it's like a short kid and they have a they have a little step that's the same size as the tall kid's step and so the tall kid can see See over over the fence Mm -hmm. but obviously the shorter kid needs a little bit of a bigger step guys it's so simple it really is okay um speaking of acl tears in the nwsl sam Mewis. so she wasn't in the um well she might have been actually but famous for her u.s women's national team performances yeah so she had torn her acl and had tried to come back it didn't work and she has finally announced her retirement officially Does, she has a podcast right yes okay it's called like snacks or something yes. like that yeah so she's 31 years old and it got me thinking i think this is like the max mass exodus of all of that core of players i mean we saw it with rapino and and i just yeah. think like this next go round is gonna yeah. be fresh faces yeah and maybe some fun it's also sad yeah. but just you know something new mm. uh mallory sponson 
also in the NWSL, signed a historic deal deal with the Chicago Red Stars. It's a five-year contract, which is the longest in the history of the league. And they didn't disclose the details, but it's believed to be the highest, uh, most lucrative contract in history, if not very close to the top. But we're seeing this pattern right now. So Maria Sanchez just signed what was at the time the largest contract in league history in December. And then right before that, uh, Trinity Rodman signed a four-year deal, which at the time was the largest contract. And so we're seeing these deals get more and more lucrative with every month and every year. And I just think that speaks to the health of the league. So looking forward to this next season very, very much. Definitely. Yeah. What else you got for me? So Coco Goff. Yes, your girl. My girl. Seems seems like it was just yesterday I was saying, <laughs> guys, we need to watch her. She is she's number four in the world right now. She has yet to drop a set. A set at this year's Australian Open. And she is now in the quarterfinal. I have a question yeah. about the Australian Open. Do you feel like it's been a little dramatic? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe it's just like the way because yeah, I don't know enough. the way it's been covered. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Because I think a lot of times when there's upsets with like a young unknown yes. player, they I feel like try to make that person a villain in a way. Yeah. Do you feel like it's been do you feel like it's been dramatic just for the women? I don't pay attention okay. to men's tennis, yeah. so I can't really compare. Yeah. I mean, when I suppose that's way the way for anything. I think, yeah. I think in general, like when they love to find a villain in women's tennis, I guess that they love to find a, a villain, but there there's a lot more apologists for the villains per se in men's tennis. It's um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But Coco is not a villain. No, we love, Coco. we do love Coco. Um, can we talk about the court storming heard around the world? <laughs> Jesus. Can we just tell everybody to chill out? Like, what are we doing with this non-story? Okay. <laughs> but it's worth noting because they're the number two team in the country. They go down against Ohio State. Not anymore. No, the rankings came out today. Yeah. Um, Monday. At the time. The At the team. time. Yes. Yeah. So they're number five. Iowa State falls out of the top 25 for the women. Mm-hmm. I have to believe if they keep winning in the Big 12, they're going to be yeah. right back in there. I just think that Iowa fans right now are thrilled. Thrilled because they love nothing more than to take the moral high ground oh, after God. a loss. And I have said this so many You're times. You're right about this. The band was mean to us. They were saying mean things to Connor McCaffrey. Whenever they lose... There's always a story. There's always the... But here's the thing. Like, she, she's like, I'm fine. Like, yeah. let's move on. Yeah. But they keep pounding it, pounding it, pounding. Like, shut up. Everybody on both sides, and shut up. Well, I, I was also watching, and I understand that one of them has a right to the court and the other doesn't. I get <laughs> it's that. It's like a traffic. Please rule. don't get in my DMs. Please do not come into my DMs to defend this because I will just ignore your DMs. One of them has um, the yield. Well, yes, I get that. But then people were like, she didn't even stop to see if she was okay. And I was like, well, one of them was okay. And the other one, like Caitlin didn't stop to see if the other girl was okay. I just, that's what I mean. And All she, of it's she's stupid. Got six inches on her. It's like everybody shot. I know she was fine. She was surprised. Also like when I'm upset, and my my child throws something and it hits me in the face. <laughs> I'm I'm immediately that, go down. Does that happen it often? A lot. Happens a lot. When I'm stressed out, when I'm driving driving on ice, and my child pops a balloon in the back seat, I immediately start to cry. Like I think that emotions were high. Yes, she got the she wind got blindsided. Like she got the wind knocked out of her which, because the wind was probably halfway out of her. Yeah. She started to run because yes. she didn't want to be on that court yes. anymore. She yep. wanted to be away from that game, and so she started. No one else was running. She She's was running. getting the hell off the floor. Get her, you know, put her in the little Taylor Swift <laughs> cart thing. Wheel her <laughs> off. Whatever you need to do. Give her, give her Jim, Jim Harbaugh's security guards, whatever we need to do. To I just, just, this is just one of those things yeah. where I'm like, okay, I can't, I love sports. Yeah. I love, I love good storylines. This, is, this like, is not one of them. This is like when Texas lost and the horns down, the horns down. 
And and then they were like, oh, that's like giving the middle finger. No, it's not. No, it's not. Like you would have had no problem with the horns down if it was in the second quarter and then you ended up winning. Yeah. It's because you lost. Yes. Right. But now you have to take the moral high ground. And this is one of my red flags. People teams who lose and i find myself doing this i'm not gonna say so you're admitting that you sometimes behave your red flag behavior yes okay. but i i stop myself before um i do sure. it on Publicly? like social media okay yeah 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 good god guys you can stop before you can just, <laughs> you don't have to right tweet. <laughs> you can just you could just say something in your mind and not tweet it i know that's a hot take um <laughs> guys but it, it's just like Texas. Like he was pissed off. He yells. He was he was wrong to yell. You know what I mean? Let it go. I, yes. The difference. I yes. He pisses me off because yes. he's coaching. He's talking to another coach's players, yes. like coaching them. No. Yeah. That is like a no yeah. no. And it's not like they were throwing punches. Just he's a child. No, he, he is, is the worst. Texas. And Iowa fans, you're right, are the worst at taking this, at putting them, holding themselves, no, holding other people to a standard that they don't carry out themselves. I'm actually just going to do this for the rest of the podcast. Okay, good luck. So is that your red flag? That was one of them. Okay. The other one is the, the Packers were mean to the Cowboy cheerleaders. <laughs> what? I tried to say it with a straight face the the Packers or the Cowboys cheerleaders maybe another situation where they lost and moral now they have ground. to take the moral high ground however I will tend to take a women's woman's side if they said that they were being harassed sure that's fair yes. by a man okay I will tend even if it's you know a, a team that I don't love I will tend to take the woman's side that's just who I am as a human being. Right. And you've also um, witnessed yes. history for yeah. yes, all and of so, humanity. Not not cool, Packers. But what happened? They you said that they us? were like harassing them and that they were like yelling at them when they would score and stuff like that. And that they were just like yelling obscenities at them and okay, just being that's really, really mean. weird. I know. <laughs> There's no video of it. So why would they make this up? Why I know. They... I know. That's I don't like that. I know. So I know the Packers is a very, like the youngest team. So maybe they were just being immature idiots. I mean, I don't feel like we get to say they, they're just being, no, I, that's not an excuse. It means I, to that, I, I say older players sit them down. Fair. Right. Touché. Jason Kelsey, Jason. Yeah. But he doesn't Kelsey. play for the Packers. I know. Oh, okay. But I, because the Packers are so young, other teams are going to have to come in. Oh, hell no. There has to be old heads from other the old teams. old heads don't care. No, they have to come in and tell them to not be jackasses. That's very sweet of you, but good luck with that. It's the NFL. <laughs> Speaking of Jason Kelsey, he's wonderful. Green flag. Green flag for Jason yeah. Kelsey. But we my, red, Jason my Kelsey. red flag, which we'll lead into, okay. is if you're okay with Jason Kelsey taking his shirt mm. off, in looking like a buffoon in the best way possible. Yeah. I loved it, but not okay with Taylor Swift cheering. That is a red flag. Yeah, it is a red flag. But speaking of Jason Kelsey, is he the most lovable football player so right now? So lovable. And you know what is also a green flag about him is that he is at the height. I would say people made this joke about Travis Kelsey. I would say that all of this attention has mm -hmm increased his profile yes. because of their podcast there's no question his brother right like it has definitely like raised his celebrity profile yes i don't think it has made him a better player in some way i don't think that he is only going to be in the hall of fame because of this i think he's a no, tremendous it's, it's raised his profile there's no question because he was in prior kind of just like a dorky quiet guy mm -hmm. not obviously Who? not quiet but dressed up like a maniac for a super bowl <laughs> right. parade like right that was just, it yeah and he was just kind of like a guy's guy yes just a dude beloved in philadelphia yeah. but like yeah yeah so i think that it's it's kind of raised his profile and it is a green flag for him to possibly now be saying i'm i think i'm gonna hang it up like because the truly walking out while right. you're on top right mm-hmm because imagine the attention, the money he could make. I mean, even this last year, 
Um, you know, he could have he could have said, I'm done after this, which most people thought he was going to. Yeah. I'm done after the Super Bowl. And he played this extra year. And but you can just kind of tell like he's choosing to not ride the Taylor yes. train. And I love that. I'm I think it's great. Yeah. I hope that he has a second life in some, whether it's podcasting, broadcasting, but I hope he stays in this world because he's too entertaining not to. Yes. Their podcast is brilliant. It's so good. It's good. It was good before Travis started dating Taylor. Yeah, it was. It's always been good. And it's funny and it's heartfelt and it's thoughtful Mm -hmm. and it's all the things. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a green flag for me. I don't have a beige flag, but I have another green flag. Let me see. Well, I just burped. Oh, my wouldn't be a podcast without an Elisa burp. My beige flag is the interrupting cow. Excuse me. (laughs) Do you want to Do you want to explain? (laughs) Seriously, explain. I'm going to throw. (laughs) Chris is going to fire you for this. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Don't you know the interrupting? I know, but why? I don't know. I just thought it was funny. The other option was like taking my shirt off and chugging some beers outside of our suite. You can do that too. (laughs) Um, Green flag is not the interrupting cow, you weirdo. Um, That was beige. I know. I don't have beige. So I'm giving you green. Okay, you're green. Men who cheer on their wives and partners um, in a way that's like puts them their own celebrity aside. And I'm talking about Kyle Juszczyk. Juszczyk? I always say it wrong. Juszczyk? Yeah. Yeah. J-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the 49ers. Fullback for the 49ers. Whose wife, uh, Kylie has, sorry, Kristen has done these incredible jackets and she's making them from jerseys, from t-shirts, from scraps of whatever. And he went on a social media rampage in like every time he saw something, he was because, like, that's my wife. That's so because, my wife. That's my wife. Cause Taylor Swift wore one Sorry, that yes. she had made. Yeah. And it went with bonkers. the Kelsey stuff. Yeah. And Debo Samuel had worn one with Purdy on the back that had MVP stitched yes. all over it. It was like a vest and it was really cool. And I started following her after that. And then I saw, then, then this happened because so I was, I do watch her page and I like saw it unfold because she had made one for Brittany. Yes. Mahomes. Yeah. And she was like, who's next? And people are like, Taylor. And she commented, that's the dream. And then sure literally like three days later, I was like, oh my gosh, her dream just came true. Yeah. And you know, I'm not a Taylor. I'm, I'm yeah. even keel on right. Taylor Swift, like even keel on Taylor Swift. But to see her dream come true like that. Yeah. So cool. If you're talking about the celebrity, like obviously he is the celebrity. Yeah. He's the the football star. Simone Biles' husband could take a cute few notes. Yes. Same thing. But like to go out of his way to be like, that's my wife. She is awesome. I just thought that was really, really, really cool. JJ Watt used to do this with his wife all the time. So I they would be like JJ Watt and his wife and he'd be like, she's, she's also famous. She's a soccer, she's a professional soccer player. And I, we just need more of that, I think. But I, it was just very sweet and Simone Biles also wore a jacket made. Yes. Cause her husband plays for the Packers. He does. Yeah. Hopefully he wasn't mean to the Cowboys cheerleaders. He's had some, uh, questionable hits that make me wonder if maybe huh. he was one of the mean ones. Interessante. I don't know. That's just pure speculation. Yeah. I would we think she would, that. I would think she would marry a very, a very wonderful nice, stand up yes. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we love her. And every time I see a commercial for the Olympics that she's on, I'm like, Oh, it's yeah. always coming. I yeah. can't wait. I would like to think that his comments were taken out of context or that he misspoke in some way. Yes. Can you explain what you're talking about for? Yeah. So he, sorry. So he went on a podcast, Mm -hmm. I believe, and basically was like, she's the lucky one. Yeah. She's the lucky one because I'm like so good at my sport kind of. I would hope that they were said in jest and reading the words on a page didn't come off the page. Right. I think that, I think maybe he just, has some screws loose and maybe miss, <laughs> maybe misspoke because she's the goat. She's the goat. And he's sort she's of the a, goat of goats. He's a, he's a role player. He is a role player. 
but he's in the NFL and so, so good incredible. for him. Yeah. But support your wife, bro. Right. Um, anything else before I plug this We Will signing day event we have up? So. Okay. Oh, goodness so, gracious. But I do know something about this We Will thing. Okay. Yes. Because you are bringing dessert. I'm making macaron. Okay. So we did this last year. It was kind of the first We Will event we ever did. And it was the signing day. So we have Coach Campbell, the staff, a bunch of players come. And it's at Toast and Ankeny. And that's the same venue as last year. Yeah. I am not kidding and exaggerating or exaggerating when I tell you it was one of the most incredible nights ever. Like That's it was so just cool. one of those nights where Cyclone fans come together and you're all there for the same purpose and, you know, the same goal. And you get to interact with the coaching staff who tends to kind of not be very public facing and you realize Available. how, yeah, <laughs> and how lovely they are and how yeah. lovely their wives are. And so I'm just, I'm so excited for this year. It's February 7th, which is right around the corner mm -hmm. at Toast and Ankeny, like I said. Um, so our friend of the pod, Brooke, her brother-in-law, Kevin, is doing the dinner and he does all of the recruiting dinners for the football mm -hmm. um, program. So it's just kind of fun to have that tie-in. And He's then you chef. are doing desserts. Well, it, I don't know if it's desserts or if it's like something that people get to take away with them. Okay, well, but or they're sweets, it's though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so a parting. That's yeah. dessert still. It's a swag. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's a favor. It's like a wedding yeah. favor. Yeah. Like favor a favor bag. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But they're macarons and they're really good. And they are really good. Cardinal and gold. You have ruined macarons for me oh. from anywhere else in the entire world. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Except for France. I've not been there. Okay. So, but you know. My parents went to France and said they were as good. Which oh, I feel like that's a compliment. That's nice. yeah. 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 So if you can make it, find out tickets uh, or get your tickets at the We Will Collective website. And um, yeah, you can find out there. Oh, the other thing I forgot to mention is they do a silent auction. And then they're also doing um, what's it called when you have the actual like live bidding? An auction. Uh, is that live the actual? Auction. <laughs> it's just a live auction. Aiden was just waiting for you to say something stupid. <laughs> so the live auction piece. <laughs> anyway, we're just going to skate right over that. Is where I bid on the bourbon tour last year oh, that we went on. Yeah. Legitimately one of the most, most amazing trips I've ever been I on. And I've already prepared my entire family to that. I'm buying another <laughs> trip this time. So if that alone is reason for you to go, yeah. there'll be tons of cyclone memorabilia. It's going to be a fun night. Um, first of all, I know that one of the either silent or live auction <laughs> items, uh, I believe that Jamie Steyer Johnson is <gasps> making some shoes. shoes. Yeah. And I oh, think that it's no. like, I'm going to be so bored. You can have them customized to however you want them and she'll do it. And then the other thing is last year I had serious FOMO looking at pictures. Mm -hmm. And so don't have FOMO this year. Don't have FOMO. Go. And you know, it's, who knows what the NIL world is going to look like in a couple of years. So take advantage of this opportunity to do something, you know, and make their the lives of student athletes better now. And yeah. Hey, who doesn't love their picture with coach Campbell? Right. and me? Yeah, I was just going to say, get to see Steph Copley host of the title nine podcast on the cyclone fanatic network. That's me. She takes really cute pictures too. Ding. Okay, that's all I have. Okay. Are you done? I'm done. Okay, go Cyclones. Go State.